Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, draft day. What a day. Thursday, live in Los Angeles, it's the Herd. Wherever you may be, however you may be watching or listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Uh, This is one of my top 10 favorite sports days and shows of the year, NFL Draft Day. In one hour, I will do a mock draft, a no-trade mock draft. I'm not going to try to speculate. I don't think there's enough good players in this draft to move up. Surprise Carolina moved all the way up to number one. They wanted to control it. They think there's one legit quarterback in this draft. So I'll give you the top 10 teams in order as of this morning. There's a lot of fits as you kind of read the tea leaves here and you watch all the rumor mills. There's a lot of stuff that's starting to fall in place. I can't wait for it. J-Mac, we've got the Knicks move on, the Bucks collapse, the Lakers sort of expectedly look gassed, and how about the Warriors? <laughs> Every time you back them up against the wall... Looks like Warriors in six still in play. Yes, you called that very, very well. Colin, I'll just say I'm wearing black today because it's a funeral in the state of Wisconsin. The Aaron Rodgers has gone to my Jets, and the Milwaukee Bucks just oh. choked in an, I mean, legendary stuff last night wow. from Budenholzer and Giannis. Oof. Well, let, let's start with the Warriors, the current dynasty with lots of stars that get double the TV ratings of every other NBA team. Uh, this is what it takes to beat a really good team that views themselves as the warriors of the future and to beat them in their place. You need your top six players to all play really well. And Draymond Green having maybe his best second or third game of the year. It reminds me of the last Patriots team with Brady to win a Super Bowl in 2018. Brady was old like Steph. Edelman was older, beat up injuries like Clay. The older Gronk did all the dirty work. He's Draymond. 
And then you had your Andrew Wiggins was James White, the running back who had 87 catches, didn't get the love, but was so valuable. And a lot of intellectual capital and playoff experience. And just when you thought Brady, Gronk, and Edelman didn't have anything left, here come the young upstart Chiefs, the Rams and their flashy offense, and they put it together 2018 and win a Super Bowl. How many times did we see New England do that? And how many times have we seen the Warriors pull that off last night? It is simply hard to account for the Brady-Belichick intellectual capital, Steve Kerr's able ability to adapt, the experience of the Warriors. Draymond Green literally becomes a different player in games like this. I mean, here's a team that was historically not poor, historically awful on the road. And this is why I don't talk about the MVP race much. What's it matter? The regular season, star players don't even want to play. And then you get last night how well the Warriors played. Does everybody get how good Sacramento is? How tough it is to win in Sacramento? That is one of the great performances by any team on the road all year. It's not like Sacramento choked. They didn't pull a Milwaukee. Their coaching wasn't terrible. Their good players played mostly very good. This was an all-time performance. The Warriors had 33 assists. You don't even have to like the Warriors. Did you see that passing last night? They needed every assist. They had seven blocks. They needed every block. That was a masterclass on how to win a road playoff game against a really upstart, really talented young team. And we said this during the regular season. It's hard. Anytime you have a team with multiple rings, the Warriors, that won the year before, the Warriors, with a lot of old veterans, the Warriors, you're not going to get a ton of urgency this regular season. Remember that Patriots team, that 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 2018 Patriots team, they started the year 3 and uh, they were 3 and 5 on the road that year. They lost to Jacksonville. They lost at Detroit. They were a bad road team. And then they got to the playoffs against upstart Mahomes, Andy Reid in Kansas City. They beat him in overtime. And again, it was Belichick. It was Brady. It was just all that experience and playoff capital they had that it's hard to explain. The Patriots didn't look all year like they could beat Kansas City. They go to Arrowhead and beat them in overtime. And last night, I I said yesterday on the show, I, I don't know if this team, this team didn't win a big road game all year. Why do I doubt him? This is what they do. 33 assists. May have been the best passing performance by any team so far in the playoffs. Draymond Green had, I think, his best basketball game probably of the season in the toughest environment. He was unbelievable. Steph Curry doing a curly kneel, dribbling all over the basketball court at the end and then hitting the shot. Um, It's just hard to account for stuff. I mean, it's, this is an old team that won a title. They had the Draymond Green, uh, Jordan Poole problem before the season starts. You add some chemistry issues. They're a worn-down team that played so many playoff games, and they didn't play with any urgency on the road. There were chemistry issues. Didn't see it last night. To pass like that, shot blocking, switching on defense, that was a total team effort. The best six players all played exceptional or they don't win that game. And here is Steve Kerr after. The experience that they've had over the last decade um, playing in a lot of big games um, is definitely helpful. And this is a different team than what we what we had all year. And uh, so what happened in November and December and January on the road has nothing to do with right now. This is the, the team you're looking at is 
you know, a team that won a championship last year and won a ton of road playoff games, and our guys know how to do it, and they got it done tonight. It's really amazing. Even a guy like Moses Moody, who didn't really play much when he was in, it mattered. Uh, that's just that was a virtuoso performance. And and let's be honest here, Sacramento's really good. Sacramento has the coach of the year. They're good. They're deep. Malik Monk putting up big numbers. I mean, that's a really good basketball team. That's not a team that collapsed. Then let's not make Sacramento into the Cavs. They just couldn't do anything offensively. Sacramento's got absolutely a puncher's chance in game six of the Chase Center. It's a really good basketball team. And I thought there were stretches where the Warriors were almost flawless with their passing and their rim protection and their rebounding. Looney had 22 rebounds. I mean, everybody played great. And they just get by the Kings. All right, uh, Milwaukee is, you know, we think of football as kind of the coaching sport, right? But boy, was it on display last night how much it matters. Mike Budenholzer had a disastrous night. You bring out the magnifying glass in the postseason where players and coaches, this is big boy basketball. Budenholzer made two big mistakes. After Jimmy Butler hit a miraculous shot, end of regulation, Budenholzer did not call a timeout, which would have given the ball, advanced it to half court for a legitimate final shot. And then in overtime, he doesn't call a timeout and they can't get a shot off. They look totally disorganized. And when you juxtapose that coaching up against Eric Spolstra, who to me is just a fantastic in-game coach, a fantastic practice coach, that guy came out of a film room in Portland and has become really a legendary coach. You got three Miami players foul out in overtime. They're starting two undrafted players. They have four total. Miami is just throwing randos on the court in overtime. Giannis missed 13 free throws. The game got into his head. And so this this is a collapse. I don't care what anybody says. This is a collapse. Um, I had said going into the playoffs, this was the last year for this Milwaukee roster. Jay Crowder, Joe Ingles, Middleton, they're, they're just it, – it's – Best days way behind him. You got to reboot this roster. Now it's time to reboot the coach. And I'm not somebody that calls for coaches to be fired, but that was a disaster last night. They won a single game in this series as the number one seed. And remember, Miami's offense was dead last in the NBA in the regular season. <laughs> Suddenly they have life. They're scheming up game-winning plays and plays that force overtime. Some of this is just Jimmy Butler doing what he does, but there's been a lot of great individual players this, this roster has four undrafted guys. So what happens in the playoffs is you get exposed. Players do. You get exposed. If you don't play defense, you get exposed in the playoffs. If your coach is not good situationally, you can win games. You know, it's a Tuesday, Wednesday night in Orlando or Washington. But some of this goes on Giannis, too. And I know everybody loves Giannis, and I do too. But you want to know the Miami players that were on the floor in overtime? Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, Cody Zeller, Hayward Highsmith, and Jimmy Butler. Sounds like a bad AAU team. And Giannis was afraid to shoot. It was in his head he'd missed so many free throws. It was bully ball or nothing. So there were so many things about I mean, last two games, Miami outscored Milwaukee 73-41 to in the fourth quarter. That is coaching. So I don't get into all this MVP stuff. Wake me when the games matter. But Miami is literally a different team in the playoffs. Golden State is a different team on the road in the playoffs. 
Mike Budenholzer, B-U-D-E-N-O-H-O-L-Z-E-R. It's been a bad couple of weeks for Bud. The beer and the coach he talked after. I believe you had a timeout with half a second left and you didn't call it. What was the thought process there? Yeah, we need to call a timeout there. Uh, and then in overtime, I know you like to play without calling the timeout. Was there any part of that possession where you thought maybe we're not getting something we need to take a timeout? No. Um, you know, uh, Giannis attacked. Giannis got the ball to Chris. Chris attacked. Um you know, that's how we always play. Um, it's been very good for us. And, um, you know, we weren't able to, to convert it tonight. You are watching between Tibbs in New York, who completely shut down Cleveland's offense, Spolstra, who is dominating the fourth quarter against Budenholzer, and Steve Kerr's ability to create the right rotation and the right players, young and old, bridge that gap, you are watching three great coaches. We always think of the NFL as the coaching sport. Hats off to Tibbs, hats off to Spolstra and Steve Kerr. Not just the teams, the coaches with a big assist winning these series. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, 
and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. You're now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible Great Rates. None of the bull. So the Lakers got a uh, shelf last night. I, I'm, I am not a fan of load management. I think it's disrespectful to the fans. I think stars should play, but I get it. I understand the analytics of don't play older players, uh, you know, back-to-back games. I am not a fan of load management, but the Lakers probably would have been better served keeping LeBron in Los Angeles last night. What's the point? Uh, LeBron played 45 minutes in overtime and was fantastic late in the game before this on Monday. He needed another day's rest. And we had talked about it on the show. J-Mac said he thought the Lakers were in big trouble. And then Darvin Ham, bad coaching. Even though AD played well, why is he playing 35 minutes? He got hurt. The game was over. Get him off the floor. This is one of those games you knew by the middle of the second quarter. It was not going to be your night. And I said going into the playoffs, I thought the Lakers would win their play-in game, and I thought they would beat the Grizzlies. But they are not built to weather 24, 25, 26 playoff games. They're just not. They're just too old, and they have a very low ceiling. LeBron tends to hide your flaws. This roster is LeBron, AD, and a bunch of bounce-around-the-league guys. Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, Rui. These guys just bounce around the league. Dennis Schroeder. There's a reason teams keep moving off these guys. So when you got a roster full of four and five guys like that, the Warriors have legends and icons and number one picks and stars. The Lakers have a very old LeBron, a very brittle AD and guys. And, and by the way, Rob Palenka deserves a ton of credit The Laker GM. He really salvaged the season. But as I've said before, don't confuse the Lakers are better since the trade deadline with the Lakers are really special. No, they're not. The Warriors are. Right? The Warriors are special. Uh, there have been times we think, you know, Philadelphia. Last night, uh, Miami. Lakers aren't a special team. They can give you occasional quarters and halves and moments. But even when's the last time the Lakers played a great game? They had a great third quarter earlier in the series. LeBron was great late in the fourth quarter and overtime on Monday. They're not built for 26, 27 games or however many it would take to win the championship. So this, this is a team that was a play-in team and had to get hot against the dregs of the NBA to get and won games narrowly to get into the play-in game. So don't confuse they're better with their special. They're not. And, and you know, if, I was, if I was Darvin Ham and I'm flying home last night and I don't know how long the flight is, Memphis to Los Angeles but they play again on Friday. I'd say, guys, no shoot around. Shoot baskets in your driveway. I don't even need you to look at tape. Show up two hours before the game on Friday at the crypto and let's go beat Memphis because this is kind of what they are, capable of halves and quarters and moments and overtime of being really, really good. But last night was a great example. You, were, you could have been very well served to just get A.D. and LeBron off the floor. Uh, here was LeBron after a very sluggish night. And it definitely starts with me tonight. I was not um, very good at all. Uh, I think defensively I was pretty good, but offensively I was, you know, uh, you know not really good. Um, so, um, you know, we, we all got to do a better job helping one another. And tonight I was um, and I'll be better in game six. <laughs> and he will. 
Uh, that's guarantee. He'll be great in game six, at least for enough moments for the Lakers to win and move on. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Pretty epic night in basketball. Oh, oh. And- it, you know, weirdly, the Knicks were like the least talked about story last night in the NBA. They were on NBA TV. NBA TV, the, the league, early game. The league put them on a channel nobody watches. Yeah. I mean, they listen, they went to Cleveland and basically led soup to nuts. It was a beatdown. Jalen Brunson, you can't say enough good things about him. They win 106-95, their first playoff series win since 2013. Next up, the Miami Heat. And the Knicks, who could forget those epic series well, back in the day? Two really good defensive teams. So yep. the games will be the, the games will look very much. I mean, you're, you're going to get 98 to 96 games. You're going to get look. Can I, be a tough watch. Yeah. Well, but you know what? It there's nothing wrong with old school. Like I, I've my staff always jokes that I'm like Rain Man on 1970s NBA. Everybody had a tough guy. They played defense. This idea of just shooting threes. So the Warriors Kings shoot a lot of threes, but those are highly skilled teams. The Knicks aren't. The Knicks are long. Uh, they're thick. They're athletic. They bang you on the glass. So Miami is not a highly skilled team. New York's not. But it'll be a great series. I don't need every football game to be the Bills and the Chiefs. It's okay to get an occasional okay. great defensive Fair. game. And I and I think it'll be a really good series. It's all Julius Randle now. What's the latest on him? Yeah, they won without him against Cleveland. You know, he didn't have a great series. My question is, who do the Knicks put on Jimmy Butler? Because I'll tell you this, Drew Holiday is a really good defender. Everybody hypes him up as a great defender. Butler torched him repeatedly. <laughs> I, I mean, know. lit the guy on fire. Yeah. And, like, was talking trash to Drew Holiday, who yeah. is a nice guy. I know some people, like, in his circle. Drew Holiday, great dude, great defender. He had no chance well, against Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So, is the guy Josh Hart, is that is that the Knicks' best wing defender? Because they don't, it can't be Randall. I don't think R.J. Barrett has the chops to defend him. Because we know Jimmy Butler down the stretch is going to guard Jalen Brunson and make it very tough on Brunson. Yeah. I, who, who do you like early in the series? It doesn't start until well, Sunday. Well, I mean, listen, I, I, I'll I be the first to tell you. is I, I like everybody else. I mean, I went and looked at all, you know, all the guys that I respect their opinion on basketball. We all like Cleveland. And it was just one of those. I mean, it's an offensive league. The Knicks basically have a Jalen Brunson's a two, Randall's a three, and Cleveland had all these emerging young good players. But they're just not. I mean, it's Evan Mobley. Donovan Mitchell was disappointing. So, I mean, let's be honest. This is a sh- It's one thing for the Heat to beat the Bucs. Okay, that's surprising. I mean, Major surprise. They were 12-point the, underdogs last night. But the way in which the Heat beat the Bucs and the way in which the Knicks beat the Cavs, they completely discombobulated yeah. their offense. So, And it's funny because you and I thought the West was wide open. It's not really. KD rolls. Steph and the Warriors are going to win. Denver rolls. So we thought the West was wide open. And the East had this clear hierarchy. Bucks are gone. Now, I do think Boston will go back down to Atlanta and beat the Hawks. But it's like, now the Cavs, we were talking about Embiid's hurt. We thought the Cavs could actually win two series. So it's, it's yeah. the East has been really unpredictable. So we could come back to this this summer. But you just said Brunson is a two. And I almost think like... We might need to rethink this idea of who's a one, who's a two. Because right. is Donovan Mitchell a one? Because he was in Utah. He he's an incredible talent, and Jalen Brunson is better than him. Back to back years in the playoffs, yeah, yeah. head to head. 
And Brunson gave it to him. Donovan Mitchell couldn't do anything. Well, and again, it's not a knock on Brunson because he's a Villanova product. He is such a perfect fit for the New York Knicks. He is so committed to basketball. New York is a city, as we've talked about. There's so many distractions. There's so many great things to do for a young, rich, young guy. It's like you got to be careful. And Brunson came into New York being doubted by the Mavs, maybe being questioned as really a guy. So he's playing with a total chip on his shoulder. Yeah. That is so New York Knicks basketball. Yeah. All the great Knicks teams have been physical and tough and resilient. Uh, but I do think you've got to get, and I don't know who that player is, but you got to get them another 20-point-a-night score. Like a really, and maybe a guy Car- that has Carl some... Carl Anthony def- Towns. Well, well he- somebody that has some defensive deficiencies oh. would be okay yeah. because they're so good and long and physical everywhere else. You know what else Jalen Brunson Carl is? Carl Anthony Towns is not a terrible fit. No, no, he wants to be in New York. You know what else Jalen Brunson is? The son of a former NBA player. And one of your smart guys here that you work with at Fox texted me last night during Warriors-Kings. Boy, how many former NBA players' kids are on the court and you count you're like Wiggins's dad played in the NBA Curry's dad Clay. Clay's dad uh, there was a player Jaylen, oh, Sabonis Jalen Brunson Jalen Brunson and oh, Peyton uh, who was unbelievable down the stretch for the Warriors and you're like wow maybe there is something the Warriors have four guys whose dads played in the NBA and all their guys are pros hey, by the way and they're all grown-ups they play defense smart now, yeah Brunson's hustle. not a great defensive player he's small but most of the guys with the dad has been a coach Again, Steph's a willing defender. He's just not great at it. But most of those guys do the details. They know what it takes to be a professional. And to be a winning basketball player. 100%. There is something to that. All right, let's get to the uh, NFL draft. Exciting stuff. C.J. Stroud, well, not exciting for C.J. Stroud, but his stock is allegedly plummeting. Um, The most recent knock is that he got that low grade on the S2 test. Now, multiple people have confirmed it. There was some question about it. It's out there now. C.J. Stroud, he's not concerned about where he is selected tonight. I'm not a test taker, so uh, I play football uh, for me. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, I don't got nothing to prove to nobody. So I don't, I'm don't. i not going to sit here and explain how I process football. The people who are making the picks know what I can do. And I'm going to stand on that. And I know what I can do. I know I can process well. I know if I'm not if I'm not the smartest quarterback in this draft, um, I know I'm one of the smartest quarterbacks in the NFL when I step in there tomorrow. So. Yeah, I, I don't know if I love that. I'm not a test taker. Yeah. It's well, like every not, time you step on the field, you're taking you're, a test. You're taking a test. You're trying to solve the opponent's uh, defense and what they're throwing at you. You got to be quick to uh, listen. I'm not bagging on Stroud. I, I think, I, I, you know what I think? I think he's going to fall and might get like Tennessee at 11. Oh, because what he is, you know, Mike Vrabel's a defensive coach. Defensive coaches like quarterbacks who don't make mistakes. That's why Pete Carroll got frustrated at times with Russell Wilson running around and ad-libbing. C.J. Stroud may have a lower ceiling. His comp is Goff, but he sits in the pocket, predetermined strikes, he gets the ball to people. I think Mike Vrabel would look at him and say, listen, I'm a great coach. We got a great run game. We have a great defense. Can I just come in to somebody that started three years in college and just like, do the basics, the, like one through ten, just the one through six and a half. Mm. Can you do that stuff? I think he fits Tennessee. So you, you start Tannehill for one year and then pivot to Stroud? I, so let me ask you, if that's the case, he's going to sit a year in Tennessee, why wouldn't Seattle take him at five? Assuming Jalen Carter's gone, because, I don't think he'll be there at five. Well, I I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm not saying they wouldn't take him because he kind of is what Pete likes is Pete could have more control over him. He's not an off-the-script guy. You know, Geno Smith, big kid, stands in the pocket, throws strikes. Like, 
but Pete already has that with Gino, so why yeah. duplicate that with Stroud? So you, here's why. Gino's got four more, you know, if, if Gino's fairly young, why would I get yeah. per, perhaps a less talented version of Gino? Well, here's why. Because you can reset the quarterback clock. Gino Smith, I don't have the exact number. Is he 29 million? Whatever he's making. The next After this year, you pivot to C.J. Stroud, then you have what San Francisco has, what the Eagles had. Quarterback on a rookie deal, and the rest of the lineup is stacked. I mean, absolutely loaded. Seahawks are in position. They just, you know, you're going to have to pay Geno Smith a lot of money. We like resetting the quarterback clock. No? Yeah, I, I think Seattle, to me, um, is the, a really, really interesting team in the draft because they don't have a lot of pressing needs. They need an edge rusher. One will be available. They could use an interior rusher. Jalen Carter, maybe. I still contend they take him if he's available. I can't. I, maybe, he's, maybe he's it. He's the best player I saw in college football. I had he, him going two in my mock this week. Uh, other people have him four, five, three. Like, but but all of a sudden, what if Will Levis? See, Will Levis is interesting for Seattle because I think he would drive Pete crazy. Because Will Levis is a guy with a big arm, ad libs, judgment judgment issues. Pete hates turnovers. That would drive Pete crazy. They got Drew Locke. That's his problem. Yeah, I, that is. It's a judgment issue. Drew Locke's got talent, a big arm. He can move. It's judgment. Pete doesn't like that. He wants so, somebody yeah. that will not uh, puncture his defense and his coaching. Yeah. It seems like of the few locks in the top 10, and there's, I mean, very scant, it seems like Will Levis four to Indy seems like maybe one of the locks. I think, okay. yeah, I, I think Bryce Young to Carolina, Will Levis to the Colts feels right to me. And Nolan Smith to the Eagles at 10. I'll just toss that out there. All right, um, let's wrap up with, oh, the New York Jets. You know, we haven't talked about them in about 23 hours. Um, Aaron Rodgers had the introductory press conference. We broke down everything in granular fashion. Look at Woody Johnson, all geeked, ah. billionaire. He's so happy. Um, so OTAs aren't for a few more weeks, but Rodgers did begin working out with his teammates. Look at the Jets. They posted this slow-motion video. Look at that. Aaron Rodgers dropping back to pass. He, he looks like what a quarterback should look like in the 30s. I thought you said he wouldn't look good in green, huh? He's, He's wearing black here. Handsome. He got the square jawline. I'm excited to watch this thing. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm really... I think the Jets are now the most interesting team. We're going to do a lot of Jets Most talk. interesting team in the league? I think they are. Let's go! Well, we said last year we thought the Niners were because of all their quarterback stuff in their roster. Right. We're like, is it Garoppolo? Is it Brock Purdy? Is it Trey Lance? So they... So we thought the Niners, and they, by the way, they were really interesting. I think the Jets are the most interesting team because I do think, you'd have to admit, they're, they're, there's potentially some turbulence. <laughs> potentially some, yeah. Well, I mean, the a Jets, a lot of the Jets' best young players are kids. They're first and second year guys. That's generally not what Brady, LeBron, and Aaron Rodgers want. They are highly, highly smart guys. They don't want it, they're not, they don't want to teach Lonzo Ball how to play basketball. LeBron wants a veteran, he wanted AD. Brady didn't want kids. He wanted Leonard Fournette, Gronk, A.B. So I I think this is where we can't beat up Aaron too much on this. Aaron's got a year or two left. I It did sound yesterday like he wants to play two years, which I thought was totally yeah, cool. I agree, but it's a little early for that. I just want to ask, if you're DeAndre Hopkins and Aaron Rodgers texts you this I'm week. I'm there tomorrow. Tomorrow. The only thing is the Cardinals, they, they want the other team who takes Hopkins to pay most of his salary. Jets aren't going to want to pay DeAndre Hopkins that kind of money. Um, I'd pay some of it. I think DeAndre De Hopkins 
So what DeAndre Hopkins does is, now in the draft, I can just go left tackle and tight end. It clarifies the draft. And just pass rushers galore. Just yeah, I mean, I'll have yeah. enough wide receivers. I mean, you can get a receiver in the fourth or fifth, but that that kind of clarifies the draft for the Jets. It's like you have Becton, who you're worried about his weight, so let's get another off first pick, let's get a left tackle. So we got two young guys, one of them should be able to play, and then, basically, just go get a tight end in an incredibly rich tight end draft. And all these people saying, oh, DeAndre Hopkins was hurt last year, oh, we don't know how he's going to bounce back. The word out of Arizona is he did not want to return for the last few games after Kyler Murray was out. He's just like, guys, we stink, I'm not jeopardizing anything. Buda Baker had checked out DeAndre Hopkins. Like, that, that locker room was lost because of Kyler Murray, so... I think Hopkins will bounce back great, hopefully, in the green and white. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a huge fan of DeAndre Hopkins. I, he, he, What's not to love? I know. He catches I, everything. It's just interesting sometimes. You'll see these tight ends, and they're kind of on the market, or they're gettable. Like T. Higgins right now. If you came up, I like T. Higgins. He's nice. Yeah. And, I, you know, Cincinnati's got a mix-in T. Higgins question because they're going to get Burrow. And Well, is that really a question? Who are you keeping, Higgins or Mixon? I would keep Higgins. Yeah. Yeah. Can't you get the... Who, there's an awesome running back everybody loves who killed USC in the bowl game. What's his name? A Tulane guy? Yeah, yeah. Dude, he, he's... Hey, the kid at UCLA? Yeah, your guy Char- Charbonneau. Charbonneau. Uh, Charbonneau, I think he's really good. Yeah, yeah. Top of the third yeah, round. Joe Mixon. Rams, go Adios, get him. Pal. Top of the third. <laughs> oh, Rams now, huh? I think he's... Not your Bengals. I'm going to call him yours. Burrow, you know. All right. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live So I will news. do, I will do, I'm going to do a mock draft at the top. I, I don't like doing them because they're all wrong. But I always do every year. Joel Matt, Joel Clatt and I will come out and we'll do half the first round, which is one of my favorite moments. We got such great feedback on that. I love doing that. And then I did a mock draft earlier where I came up with a bunch of trades. Yeah, I'm just going to take the top 10 teams in order. What makes sense to me today? If I was the GM, what would make sense today? And I'll explain what I would do and why I think it makes sense, and we'll go from there. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays 
props, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Catch week three of the USFL season on Fox starting Saturday as the Memphis Showboats take on the Houston Gamblers at 7 Eastern. Then on Sunday, the New Jersey Generals take on the Michigan Panthers at 4 Eastern all on Fox and the Fox Sports app. So there's a lot of rumors about the NFL draft and what is happening. I don't think there's enough good players to move up for the draft. So at the top of next hour, I'll just take the top 10 picks without any big movements. Um, I, I, I think stuff is getting more and more obvious and clearer as we go, but who knows, right? It's the draft. This is what the great fun of sports is making predictions. Anybody can read a sports page and say, yeah, that's what happened yesterday. The draft is so much fun because all of us have an idea of what we think will happen and mock drafts are historically (laughs) totally inaccurate, but I'm going to do one anyway, top of next hour. And so let's go back to the Milwaukee meltdown against Miami. So we all like Giannis. He's a great kid. And he said something after last night's loss, and he was bad late. Like he just lost confidence, couldn't hit free throws, didn't want to shoot a jumper, was, you know, head down, drive to the basket. It was bad. I mean, he couldn't beat a Miami team that had four nobodies on the court with Jimmy Butler. Butler was clearly the best player on the floor late in that game, fourth quarter uh, overtime. And so... After the game, he sends a message, and it, it, it's heartfelt, and it's earnest, and it's wonderful, but I don't buy it. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. There's always steps to it. You know, um, 
Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championships. The other nine years was a failure? That's what you're telling me. It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful, some days you're not. Some days it's your turn, some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports about. You don't always win. No, there is losers. That's why there's standings. And that's why eight coaches get fired a year in the NFL and players get traded. There are losers in sports. Our society has social nets. If things get rough, sports doesn't. You get fired. You finish in last place. It's not that they lost. It's how they lost. It was a meltdown. It was a systems failure. The last two fourth quarters were embarrassing. Listen, Michael Jordan lost in the playoffs to Orlando as a fifth seed the year after baseball, right? He came back against Orlando. Orlando was really good, and he lost. That was not a failure. They were not a favorite. The Warriors lost to the Raptors in the finals when four of their starters fell apart. That was not a failure. The Bills and the Chiefs played a wild overtime game. Basically, Kansas City won it because they won the coin flip. That's not a failure for Buffalo. The Chargers losing a 27-0 lead to the Jags last year, that is a failure. And you should consider firing your coach. And they did fire their offensive coordinator. There are losses, and then there are failures. Back-to-back fourth-quarter implosions, missing 13 free throws, being a number one seed, and winning a single game against an eight seed that struggled to put the ball in the basket with four undrafted players and two undrafted starters. That is catastrophic, and that is a meltdown. You know, a week ago, I think it was, SpaceX, Elon Musk, they launched a rocket, and after about 30 seconds, uh, it imploded, and they called it a rapid, unscheduled disassembly. So how about, just to be diplomatic, we'll call what happened to the Bucks a rapid, unscheduled disassembly. But like the rocket, they imploded, and it didn't go as well as they hoped. Uh, not every loss is, is you know, there's the, what's the old saying? Uh, you either win in life or you learn. I think that's great for, for everything but sports. In sports, you win or somebody gets their arse fired. <laughs> That's sports. That's why they're standings. That's why we don't have a safety net. That's why guys get paid a lot of money. And you should save it. Put it away. Invest it. But that that wasn't. It's not that you lose. There's losers all over the playoffs. But the Cavs was a bit of a meltdown. Milwaukee as a one seed is an absolute meltdown. Sacramento losing to the Warriors here with Draymond, uh, De'Aaron Fox's hand getting banged up. He was pretty good anyway. That, that's, that's not a failure. You're a young team. We both picked the Warriors to win it in six. That's not a failure by Sacramento. I mean, literally last night, the Warriors played their single best road game of the year in the toughest place, arguably, to play in the West Coast. That's just a great performance by a dynasty that's not ready to die yet. But that thing last night in Milwaukee, that's, that is a failure. That is a meltdown, and somebody's got to pay for it, and you're not going to fire players. But, you know, outside of Drew Holiday and Giannis, you got to reboot that puppy. You got to get younger and twitchier, and you got to get a coach who doesn't melt down in situational basketball like last night. I mean, Colin, we're talking about a franchise that won a title and has now regressed in both years since. What's well, a Buffalo that, Bills that, he, thing? Giannis is talking about steps. These are backward steps. You don't want to be going backwards. I think you're right. Major changes need to happen. 
is it too much to say Budenholzer should get fired? No, I think I think I think you I think you have to move on from that. Yeah, um, and that's okay. I mean, yeah. that, Nick like, Nurse is out there. He's a pretty damn good coach. The yeah. Toronto guy. I think I think what happens in the playoffs is David Stern, uh, rest in peace, the late great commissioner, would tell people privately. Nobody watches us in the regular season. They watch in the playoffs. And if you look at the ratings, um, I mean, the Golden State Warriors got a rating the other night. Uh, enough people watched. Then, then more people watch the Warriors than all but like four bowl games. I mean, it's like they get a real audience in the postseason. And so this is when fans watch. And when fans watch and then they call radio shows and the owner hears it, the pressure is real. You've got fans now totally engaged. The media now totally engaged. These games are the biggest thing in the sports page. Thank God for the draft. Yeah, people are going to pay attention to Wisconsin to the Packers for the next five days. Thank God for the draft. Or if there was nothing on the agenda, every talk show for the next five days in that state in Wisconsin is talking Budenholzer. He gets a big NFL break. So the Packers will keep everybody distracted. But I think you have to come out of the weekend. I don't like guys getting fired, but it just feels like he got there was a game of chess last he night. He got outcoached. For the last two games late, and he just got worked. How about the smallest thing? You know, you're up by two with like a second left. All you do all season, we'll give up threes. We will protect the rim. And he has Brooke Lopez off the floor. I know. For the pass, the lob to Jimmy Butler, who just puts it in from a foot away. Where's Brooke Lopez to protect the rim? I mean, Budenholzer really was bad last also, night. Also, when you have a decided talent advantage— and there were, you know, there's 10 seconds left, you know, in overtime, and they don't call a timeout oh. to set up a shot. Now, it'd be one thing if you were playing uh, a loaded team. You're playing Michael Jordan's Bulls. It's in overtime. You have the ball. And you're facing Phil Jackson. Maybe you're like, yeah, I don't want to call timeout and give Rodman and Pippen and Jordan and Ron Harp. But when you're facing a team, you got Max Strauss, you got, uh, you know, you've got Cody Zeller on the floor. I- and you're sitting to yourself, I got Giannis, and I got my guys. I'm going to call timeout, and I'm going to set up a play for Giannis down low. Well, I'm going to set something up. I don't know if he would have wanted that. He was hot potatoing the I ball know. late because he, he missed 13 free throws. I know. Like, I know Shaq had his moments at the foul line, but I'll tell you this. Once Shaq got to the finals, he didn't go out in the first round during his prime. This kind of thing did not happen to Shaq. I like Giannis. I like his press conference here, but... He's wrong. These are backward steps for the Bucs. And now you start to wonder, man, that title that they won, huh, you know, Kyrie was hurt. James Harden was not 100%. Kevin Durant's toe was on the line. The Lakers were awesome in the Western Conference. And AD goes down when they're up against the Suns. And then the Suns get to the finals. Like, well, we knew, we knew, we, we had said this. When you watch Boston play Milwaukee this year, Boston was much younger and more athletic. And we sometimes are upset with Boston that they've hit a ceiling. So everybody knew this was sort of the last years with Crowder and Ingles. Middleton is not, if not washed, you can't pay Chris Middleton a lot of money. He came into the year hurt. He's not the same player. So everybody knew kind of this was the last stand of this team. And instead of, you know, getting to the conference finals, they get sometimes a disaster is not a terrible thing. This is sort of a wake-up call for ownership in the front office. You know, there are probably people that would have fought for, you know, let's keep Joe Ingles another year. and let. I mean, that's what sometimes you need just kind of a, a, a cold water to the face. And it's like, okay, you got to reboot this puppy, the coach, the staff, the team. It's Giannis, Drew Holiday, and move pieces. You see Jay Crowder, the big pickup? He, uh, I think he had zero minutes. He played less than one minute last night. Total non-factor. By the way, you think the NBA is excited about a potential... Knicks-Celtics conference finals? You look at it. 
Well, my Miami's not. I would say this. Miami's not the brand they were with D-Wade or LeBron. No. But I will say that on the East Coast, a lot of New Yorkers, Boston people, they, they vacation in Miami. Miami Heat's a pretty darn good brand. Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra, Jimmy Butler. Miami's got a lot of fans in the East. They do. Not, not a lot out here. But I would I would say that uh, if you can get Knicks, Celtics, oh. Miami near the end. And Philadelphia's got about, a huge. How about Knicks, Celtics, and then Kevin Durant versus the Warriors or Kevin Durant versus LeBron? There's some potential for some really good NBA oh, no. playoff well, action. Oh, I, listen, it, it, I'm sitting there having so much fun last well, night. You know, um, we both have uh, a couple days off next month. I'm get, I, I, can't, I can't rethink this trip, but uh, what am I going to do if it's Kevin Durant against LeBron in the conference finals? How are you going to miss those games? Well, I'm going on vacation with my son in late, in late it, June. It's important. Yeah. Yes, yes. You got to do that stuff. I, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, all, all I know was sun's rolled. Warriors look like they have a chance to escape. Denver is Denver. Concern level with the Lakers? They're, they're, they're going to beat Memphis. They're going to beat Memphis tomorrow night. They're going to beat Memphis, but they're, they're not going to win. The next series, they just can't do it. They just okay. can't match back. You think they got game six? Oh, yeah. I think they'll come okay. home. You saw LeBron. He's like, I'm going to be good game six. <laughs> I think the Lakers win, and they win convincingly in game six. Boom! Hour two next. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.